What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Bachelor Exchange here with Israel Casas and got Luis Cortez over here. We're about a week away from Christmas now. I know. Right now it's what December the nineteenth. This is when we're currently recording, and today we're going to be talking to you guys about fashion. We're trying to keep it broad here so we can branch out to this conversation. Keep it going. Keep it going. So fashion, dude. Good old fashioned. I remember when you looked like a little hee-haw back in the day. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. So back in the day, I I had no fashion sense. Oh, dude, me neither, dude. Oh, it was bad. It was terrible. Like, I had baggy clothing. My hair was all over the place. You know, I I just wasn't in in a very great, clean state of mind, I guess. No, definitely. I definitely was in the same boat as you. I actually, um, the way my wardrobe worked out uh, back in the day was I picked the next two clean things out of my dresser. I didn't care if they matched. Mm-hmm. It could have been black and brown. It could have been blue and a different shade of blue. It didn't matter. As long yeah. as it was the next two, I was wearing it. No shame whatsoever. Sure. But honestly, like here, when I first knew uh, Luis, I, I met him back, I don't know, like around six years ago. And this kid always had business clothing on. Like business casual clothing on, even till this day. Yeah, I, I can't argue with that. That was uh, that was mid college when you met me. So yeah, I was shifting into the more business casual button ups, khakis, and then the frat boy shorts. Yeah, that was kind of my niche uh-huh. back back then. But you met me at like kind of a kind of like a pivotal point because before that was when there was no holds barred on my fashion like taking it back like my fingers are still crossed that cargo shorts come back really you're a fan of cargo shorts i was a big fan of cargo shorts i actually wore cargo shorts up until i was 19 okay i can i think i wore them up until i was 17 then someone like made fun of me (laughs) and then i was like shit man i guess just have to change it up oh man dude yeah the cargo shorts you could fit whatever you want in there. Like I had my whole life in my pants pockets. Like I used to brag in middle <laughs> school, like, dude, how many pockets does your cargo shorts have? Oh my Psh, gosh. Eight. I'm up to 16, man. 16. 16. You know what I can fit in here? Everything. And you know, I've lost stuff in my cargo shorts before because I forgot Wait, about pockets. I, I don't understand why people made fun of you for it. Like, made, I, like I always made fun of it and that's why I stopped wearing cargo shorts. I only wear cargo shorts. I do have one pair of cargo shorts. Still but, waiting for the comeback? No, no, no. And that's oh, it's not really shorts because you know how it like zips through the knee area. It's a zip cargo shorts into a pants cargo short. A cargo oh, pants. okay. Yeah, it's one of those shorts. And the only reason I have them is for like those days I work outside. Hmm. To keep your spade and your shovel in there. <laughs> no, to keep like my knife when I need to cut some shit, or uh, okay. I guess my gloves, stuff okay. like that. You know, just to have like a utility pants around, I guess. But I don't really understand why people made fun of you for it. What was it? Because it was baggy or something? Well, I wasn't made fun of it. It was just as the tides were shifting in fashion. Like, you could just tell that you weren't taking it seriously. You're like that dude that still wears cargo shorts who's still holding on to the past. Yeah. And it's like it's like people from, I would guess, the 70s who still dressed up like hippies. Yeah. When the 80s came around and it was all about the disco look, that's kind of where I landed. I was that hippie. In the new era, mm. and people were just like, hmm. hmm. I didn't. I didn't really have like a specific area I landed on. Maybe that's why I wore cargo shorts. I was part of the others car- category. No, oh, the others category. The others okay. category. Yeah, the one that like he can like fit into any area, 
but barely make it in. <laughs> mm. So that was me. See, it was like a big pivotal change for me because while I was in that early college, I was still dating a girl. So it wasn't like... What, you dated a girl while having cargo shorts? Well, I got her during the cargo shorts era. How did you do that? What are you talking about, man? Really? You got her during the cargo shorts era? era? Yeah, so when the when cargo shorts were big, that's when I got this girl. Oh, okay. Like, that's when we started dating. So when it went to the decline, the cargo short decline, and you were still rocking cargo shorts, how did that affect this whole, you know, dating life? Well, I was still with her during the decline, <laughs> luckily, luckily. But after the, the breakup was kind of when I had to reevaluate. I was like, no girl's going to take me seriously with cargo shorts. Yeah. And the ones that do, I don't want that. Yeah. <laughs> so right. then that was when I had to do a pivotal change in my wardrobe. I guess that was a way to reinvent myself. I'd been with her for so long that I was like, you know, I got into cargo. I was comfortable. Yeah. I was like, you know what? I really don't need to worry about my fashion. Yeah. She likes me for who I am. Yeah. You know? Uh. <laughs> and then once that was done, then it's like, man, these girls don't want me for who I am yet. They want me for how I look. Yeah. And then was, you have to switch up to your, uh, you, was, you always like, that's like your business casual is basically your normal. That was when I got into the frat boy era. Yeah. Okay. When I but even frat boys had like some type of loose, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You were strictly, you were like strict. You were always like a dapper. Yeah. That was when I went into that era of my life. And I was like, you know, let me reinvent myself. I wanted to dress nicer. I've always been made fun of from my family. They're like, what are you wearing, Luis? Oh, it doesn't, really? Yeah. They used to make fun of me all the time oh, of my fashion sense. And so finally, I was just like, you know what? I'm not going to be made fun of anymore <laughs> by my own family about my fashion sense. So I was like, you know what? It's not that I done, didn't have an eye for it. It was just I had no care for it. Yeah. So once I decided to dedicate some time, resources, money, yeah. I was able to reinvent myself. That's cool. And evaluate my life and usher in the new era of my fashion. So when you're making like a creative, I guess, reinvention, like you, like you said, you have some sort of inspiration. Who inspired you to go into your love, uh, your type of fashion? So my type of fashion. So I would probably say, probably say my brother actually had a big inspiration, you know? Yeah. He, he was, he was always big into fashion and I was like, you know what? Yeah. He, he looks pretty good in those clothes. I was always like, meh, it looks good, but no big deal. So finally, I was just like, you know what? I like the way he dresses. It's not like I can't do it. I can do it. Yeah. It just didn't feel like it. So then I was like, I'm going to draw from that. And I'm going to create my own look. I reinvented it a little bit more because after, pretty much after college, I think, is when I started to get into the more casual street look when I'm not at work. Yeah. For the weekends. And... I don't know, maybe I drew inspiration from that, kind of from your photography style. Oh, I think yeah. that's where I drew that inspiration from. I was like, you know what? I kind of like that look. Okay. I was like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go for it. <laughs> I'm going to go for it. Yeah, I know one of my big inspirations was more like, so one big thing that got me into fashion, let me reword that, was me trying to express myself. Okay. You know how many people say expressing yourself uh, by the way you look. Mm -hmm. Make sure, you know, like if people make fun of you, they, they wouldn't accept it even by the way you like talk or anything, like even if they met you. So I tried to express the way I am in person. And that is when I got into like more of a street style, more into like, I wouldn't say street style because that sounds really like, I don't know, like edgy, I guess. I, I don't dress edgy at all. I dress mm -hmm. very casual. I, I, I dress very comfortable. 
And that is like, I like to rock clothing brands that have like a message to them, like have like a, have something they're backing up for. Okay. So, you know, I keep it simple. I like Vans, cheap, it's chill, it's very casual. Like it comes from, it was originated from like skateboarding Mm -hmm. in the skateboarding area. I don't skateboard at all. No? No. But I'm friends with a lot of skateboarders, so there's one thing that probably got me into it when, growing up. And I don't like I don't like skinny jeans. I like them like loose, slim. Slim fit, not slim skinny. Fit. Yeah, yeah. I like them slim fit because skinny jeans. I don't know, man. My calves aren't that big, <laughs> so I, you know, no one's trying to see all that. You know, so, you don't like those Miklos jeans. Oh my god. <laughs> Miklos was the guest from our last for you guys. He he loves his skinny jeans, like skin tight. Pretty much, you can see the outline of his leg. Yeah, no one's trying to see your leg veins, so, or at least mine. So, I didn't rock with the skinny jeans. Dude, I was a big poser, though, back in the day. Dude, everyone has to have a poser moment. You know, the reason people, the best way to, like, do something is to copy someone else's work. You know? Copy someone else's work and then tr- throw your own little twist into it in the future. Yeah, yeah, because I'd say... In middle school, going into like seventh, eighth grade, it was in that another redefining stage from where I didn't want to wear those shirts that just had those stupid sayings on it, like, ugh. Like oh, the I know friend, what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, I went through that phase, like oh, early middle that. school. <laughs> like, we get it, you're a walking meme. Yeah, it's just like, uh, read the back of this shirt if you want to know what it means. And then you go to the back, like, read the front of the shirt if you want to know what it means. <laughs> some of those shirts is kind of what I what I wore. And so I was like, all right, I need to change. I need to change from this. I'm starting to get way too old. Yeah. And then I started to adopt the poser look of being the skater. But yeah. I also couldn't skate. So I'd get those, like, those mid-tops with the little strap. But I never strap it. You always had it up yeah. to kind of look like, oh, yeah, I don't strap my shoes because I don't need to because I'm not running for nobody. I'm oh, just man. skating. I used to rock uh, graphic tees. You know the you know the t-shirts with the big ass picture in front of them. Oh yeah, like those band t-shirts too, or not? Yeah, not band. no, not really band, but more like just a big like you can tell like a giant picture was like printed on it. <laughs> you know what I mean? It looks yeah. so. It's it just looks so like I don't know. I didn't like it. I didn't like it. Uh, but you did like it. you liked it for a while. I liked it for a while, but that was because I don't know. I saw some people that I that I liked. You know their music or or something. And I was like, okay, maybe I could rock it like that. Maybe I can be like them someday. Mm-hmm. But I didn't like that style. I was just like, what the hell am I doing? I'm more of a like a small words on my shirts, uh, small words anywhere, or just like yeah, solid you, shirts. You do like those small words. Yeah. A lot of your hoodies have them. Yeah. What does this one say? This one says, through the night. Through the night. Yeah. I got it because it's like, it's a hoodie, so it's windy outside. And it's very tight fit in the arms and very big in the chest. Is Very it, boxy look. There you go. That's what is it is. Is it warm enough to get you through the night? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I'm going to be wearing it tonight when I go out and check out this art exhibit. That's where we're going after this podcast. We're going to an art exhibit. Oh, man. Oh, geez. The most embarrassing fashion moment for me mm, had to go back to sixth grade. Sixth grade. So this was the time of your life when you just started having to, like, dress out for gym, which first of all, I didn't have to dress out for the first six months of middle school because the PE teacher thought I only spoke Spanish and I didn't understand what dressing out meant. (laughs) So I never did for the first six months. And then I guess he caught me, I don't know, speaking English to somebody. And he was like, hey, 
you have to start dressing out now. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. I just thought I didn't have to. You kept giving me A's. He was like, I didn't know you spoke English. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I mean, I said here. When he was like, yeah, but I just thought that was a lucky guess. What the hell? So then. That was his fault. That was his. It was all his fault. But in his defense, there was another Luis in that same PE class who couldn't speak English, mm-hmm. and he didn't have to dress out. So I guess his racist self was like, Luis, Luis, if one can't speak English, the other one can't either. That's so dumb. That was so dumb. So then I started to, to dress out, and um, I never knew what boxers were in really? sixth grade. Didn't know. Didn't know. My dad never wore them. My mom never bought them for us. So I was wearing my whitey tighties, man, going in there to dress out. <laughs> 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 yeah, I was going out, dressing out in my whitey tidies, and I'm I'm dressing out, and this one guy was one of my buddies. He's like, "Did you still wear whitey tidies?" <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, man. What do you wear?" He's like, "Dude, everybody wears boxers now." And I was like, "What? What? <laughs> what the hell?" I was like, "What are boxers, man?" You should have been like, "Why are you looking?" Dog? <laughs> like, well, I mean, it's white, kind of sticks out. <laughs> yeah, okay. But he was like, "No, these, these are boxers," and I was like. Oh, so they don't, like, grab you? They're not, like, you know? He's like, no, dude, really only girls wear those kind of underwear now. And I was like, damn. I went home. I was like, Mom! (laughs) Why the hell are you not getting me boxers? She was like, what are you talking about? Don't you like your whitey tidies? And I was like, I did. I thought I did. (laughs) Nobody wears wears them anymore. (laughs) They're all about the boxers. Now get me boxers. Wait, what grade was this? Sixth grade. Sixth grade, really? Yeah. That's dumb. How's it? Dumb? I didn't really think about it in sixth grade. Really? So you still wore whitey tighties in sixth grade? I never wore whitey tighties. I did. I stopped wearing. That <laughs> 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 was like second grade. <laughs> like I thought it was normal. I thought it was a transition. <laughs> but like I never thought about it. I never thought about it as like a social thing. You know. Well, you know, you know what? Yeah, I thought about it because it was a traumatizing event for me. His name was Anthony Mitchell, who called me out on that. I still remember the boy's name. He called me out on my whitey tie. Damn it, Anthony. I know. I know. And then they started realizing that I didn't dress out. He's like, dude, did you not dress out before? Like, I could have swore, like, somebody would have spotted whitey tighties already. I was like, oh, no, I didn't. I didn't because the coach thought I spoke Spanish. (laughs) (laughs) So it's like a whole, like, fuck up. So that was, like, the biggest, like, traumatizing change of fashion in my life. Not a very noticeable one. Yeah. Um, but I'm definitely glad I switched to the boxers from the whitey tighties before the certain phase of my life where I thought it was cool to sag my pants Mm -hmm. because it would have been cool to sag my pants and only have whitey tighties showing. Wow. That would not have, um, boded well for me because I think the way my phases went is I went from whitey tighties to boxers. I went from shirts with sayings on it to the skater look. Yeah. So then I went through the preppy phase. Oh, the preppy phase. Dude, I didn't phase. hit a preppy phase until, like, early college. You didn't hit a you, – so you were never a Hollister, Abercrombie Fitch, Aeropostale, American Eagle oh, guy? Oh, that's what a preppy phase that's is? That's the preppy phase. Oh, yeah. I went, that was basically me up until uh, freshman year of high school. Oh. That was literally me up until fr- uh, freshman year of high school just because uh, – I never had those big uh, shirts like you said, the one with the jokes. Mm-hmm. I never had those. I had a cargo. I, I was I was a bigger guy, by the way. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, that's I right. was a bigger guy. So um, I had my cargo shorts because you know, 
I don't know. I guess uh, they, they were big already, so they fit me. Mm-hmm. And um, I ha- I always had, like, store brand shirts. I had Gap. I had Old Navy. Mm-hmm. I had Hollister. I had uh, Aeropostale. And it was just, like, I always had those type of shirts. I never ventured out. I was just like, all right, cool. These are popular brands. Like, I, let me just stick to the norm. You know? Mm-hmm. And yep. my shoes, I always stick to, like, I actually had DCs. You remember DCs? I do remember DC's. They're a Rob Deerdex yeah. brand. Yeah, I do remember those. Yeah, I had DC shoes. I used to have some Fila's. Damn. I, I rocked Air Force Ones not knowing that everyone wanted them. Really? Yeah. I just, just like them? them? Yeah, I just thought they were like all white and they just came out. So I was just like, all right, I want to buy some. My six-year-old bought them for 200 bucks. Dang. I dropped them. I went to school and everyone was like, damn, it's nice shoes. <laughs> this was fifth grade. So they were like, damn, it is nice shoes. Everyone's like all over the shoes, even though my fit was whack. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, that don't matter. Yeah. They don't. Clean J's. Yeah. So I was just, I was just, I was always catching trends of what's popular. Were you a Birkenstock guy? What do you mean Birkenstock guy? <clears throat> Those uh, Birkenstock shoes or like sandals? No. Those are pretty big in middle school for me. I never got them though. I know. I knew like Air Force Ones, uh, Fila's. Um, I think K-Swiss went through, like, a little phase. Yeah, K-Swiss were, were big for just a, a hot second. Yeah, and, um, yeah, that was really all I remember. And then I just wore them repeatedly until they, like, worn out. <laughs> Did you ever notice, probably 7th to maybe ninth grade, the the scene days for all, like, the girls? Yeah, that's when everyone had that, their literal, like, their hair covering their eyes. Yeah, they had the hair covering their eyes. They had those like black bracelets, black fingernails, checkered bracelets. Mm-hmm. Checkered yeah. bracelets, checkered uh, belts. Yep, dude, I'm confident that 95% of women today went through their scene phase in between seventh and ninth grade. Really, our I'm, age. Our age. 25 to 24. 24 to 25. So I always meet them and I always ask them like. I bet you went through a scene phase during this time. You're like, dude, yeah, I did. Yeah. Everybody. My cousin did, and it was hilarious. Cause I, I went through one, but I wasn't seen at all. I was just like uh, I it was just like one of those uh, cholos looking. <laughs> I was a cholo, but like that was into rock. Mm. And uh, like My Chemical Romance. Oh, a little My Chemical Romance. Like My Chemical Romance, uh, Green Day. Okay. Uh, good Papa Charlotte. Roach, so a little bit of Papa Roach. Papa Roach, man, you cut your life into pieces <laughs> every morning. <laughs> what about that good Charlotte? Yeah, some good Charlotte. You like that punk, then? Okay. Yeah, I was all over that. Uh, oh, one of my favorites were uh, Lincoln Park. Mm. I freaking love Lincoln Park, and I and I dabbled in some uh, Owl City. Wait, you can't say you dabbled <laughs> in it. You have to name another song besides Fireflies to say you dabbled in it. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's what I mean by dabbled. <laughs> I wouldn't call that a dabble. It means like I just heard what was popular for a little bit, and then it was done. Yeah. But, but yeah, they do go through their scene phases, and nine times out of ten, you ask them, they'll agree. My cousin went through it, and she was like writing on her, or she like was carving in her like furniture, like somebody hold my bleeding heart. Really? And, like a lot of like dark things and she would like carve it into her dress like unnecessary shit yeah <laughs> like calm down she went how into is she it. today 
Oh, she's fine now. <laughs> okay, then. It's a phase. It's a phase that, that girls go through, I guess. You know, when Avril yeah. Lavigne was big, you know, with the pink hair. Yeah. You know, that kind of look. And obviously, all the all the bands you just named all were doing that look. Exactly. So it kind of just rubbed off on the kids, and they would go through that. Yeah. I didn't go through the scene phase. That was when, that was when I was going through my skater phase. Okay. But that also might have been Avril Lavigne, you know? She, did, did you notice that at, those, at that age, from 7th through 9th, those were like the most litish parties. I don't know. If I didn't. I didn't go to many lit parties then. I I, okay, lit so parties? I I went to like three of them, and I can honestly say they were like my first real parties. Like go, like leaving my parents' house to go check out this place, and uh, the majority were like older kids, like seniors until like uh, freshman college kids. Oh really? Yeah, and they were like even they were in their like scene phase, kind of. Dang, see, I I couldn't really go to those because since I was the first graduating class in my high school from eighth grade to 12th grade I was the top class so oh, like yeah. I was the top grade so there's no upperclassmen to go to parties with I was <laughs> the upper class <laughs> I was the one percent I was the one who never got bullied on freshman Friday dang did you get yeah. bullied on freshman I never knew that was that a thing in your school I don't know what that is it's yeah. like when all the seniors bully freshmen no if they bullied me I would have beat the fuck out of him. <laughs> I was bigger than all the other guys so not like muscular wise but I was just like you know I had confidence you know like I could defend myself I guess that was when you're doing ROTC right yeah that was when okay. I was doing ROTC you know I felt I, I was doing pretty well for myself you know I had people I had brothers oh your, your I, brothers I, I was in like a whole military are you guys close uh yeah we were close man like we would hang out after uh after uh school and all that stuff after practice sometimes we would hang out uh we would do dumb shit like go skateboarding at parking lots instead of actually skate park <laughs> <laughs> so did you ever get into like a military look like the camo kind of no, look? From no it? no like the camo look was all strictly for practice and going to mm -hmm. competitions but I was never, I was never that guy. No. You never a GI Joe. No, I was always like, I dressed very normal, you know, like mm -hmm. a, just a T-shirt and not some cargo shorts. <laughs> <laughs> I just wore regular nice pants and a T-shirt and uh, just whatever casual shoes. I just very like normal, yeah. Now, were you a lanyard guy? I I was a lanyard guy. I was a lanyard guy for too long. I was a lanyard guy until. Until sophomore year of college. Oh, me too. Okay. Yeah. Which I, I feel, like, which I feel, is too long. But I mean, it w it was too long. But at the same time, it was like it wasn't considered lame at the time. Yeah. Because I, I remember walking into bars with my lanyards uh, just laying out of my pocket. <laughs> you uh -huh. know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You just have it hanging out. Just have it hanging out. Let people know what you're repping. Because I had a Georgia one. Yeah, I had a Atlanta Falcons ones. Even though I don't watch football. <laughs> Rise up, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's a good thing you got rid of that one after yeah. this season. Yeah, seriously. So now that I think about it, when you, like, look back at that age, you realize you could have done a little bit better in fashion-wise to, like, do better. You know what I mean? I definitely would agree with that yeah. one. I, I can definitely look back and be like, I could have done so much better. <laughs> <laughs> like, I could have dressed so much better. I could, like, I had the money to do it. I knew at that time I did. Mm -hmm. And, uh, because... <clears throat> I was doing everything right. I just did not have any fashion sense. Yeah, or you didn't have the drive to, to do it either. Yeah, no, because I was just like, when friends go to bars, you know, me being single, I was like, all right, let's see if I can pick up a girl. 
and you know you can't really do it when you, you it goes out of your mind or over your head how to dress you mm. just go with whatever you have in the back of your head about how, what looks good and you can't really go back to that girl to be like oh so what did i do wrong yeah was yeah. it my outfit <laughs> was it my outfit was it me asking these questions afterwards <laughs> was it my lanyard that said atlanta falcons was that a little too yeah. much yeah so mm, just taught me to be more analytical i guess what mm -hmm. or, or know know the event you're going to mm. and dress the part uh, yeah that's yeah i think that's one thing i've picked up on as, as time has went on i still do Dress a little over the top for the music festivals, but I yeah. feel like that's appropriate. That's appropriate. Everyone, you know, I mean, what are music festivals? There's four days of survival. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what it is. Just make it to the end. Yeah. But now I, I feel like I go into every occasion well-dressed, appropriately dressed. I try to go to the extra mile. Hmm. You know, for example, when we went to the uh, sweater party, I didn't just get a regular sweater. I got something that looks stupid and looks fun. I mean, you got a shirt, but besides that, <laughs> besides that, it was a cool, a cool image of Will Smith on there. Yeah, yeah, and everyone enjoyed it, so I was just like, all right, cool, I'm here for the vibes, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so here's one big thing. Whatever you wear and whatever you plan to wear to whatever event you're going to, you have to own it. You have yeah. to own it. It's all about how you own it, you know? You can't just force something on your character. Yeah, you gotta you gotta have the confidence to play it off. If you show up to this event and you completely screwed up the attire, you're like going into a black tie event and you show up in cargo shorts yeah. <laughs> and a graphic tee, you have to own it. You can't yeah. be like timid or shy about it. The only way you're salvaging that night is if you just own it. Yeah. Which I think I've gotten a lot better at too. I know I've gotten a lot better just because I've been in multiple situations. And I learned from it. So I just have to know where I'm going. For example, oh, you're like this weekend, you're going to uh, another ugly sweater. Is it an ugly sweater? Uh, it's holiday attire. Uh, what did she say? Uh, preferred. Mm -hmm. But I'm out of holiday looks. Like I already wore my Christmas onesie. I wore my ugly sweater in front of the girl who's hosting it. Why not wear them both at the same time? <laughs> <laughs> That's... So crazy, it just <laughs> might work. But now, maybe, maybe. But I was thinking I have a, like a red shirt. It's not shiny, but it's got a sheen yeah. to it. So I think I was going to go with that. And maybe um, I was thinking some either black or gray pants. Mm -hmm. um, and play it off like that. Kind of go for more of the the upscale kind of holiday yeah. attire and go with that because it'd be a, a new fresh look plus i don't really want to wear another holiday outfit yeah it's just three weekends in a row is a little a little much a little too yeah jolly for me also, yeah that's another thing we got to prioritize which parties we have to go to you do you know because I, I i remember i'm doing better now the last few years, I've been going to like multiple Christmas parties, and that, and also uh, October with Halloween. Mm. You have to have so many outfits; you can't just be repetitive. Yeah, you need at least two Halloween outfits. Yeah. These days, yeah. and then one from the archives that you might bring out just in case. <laughs> Mine is the uh, the good old the good old tourist. <laughs> it never fails. 
Yeah, what are my old ones? I've got the Nacho Libre one. Well, not really Nacho Libre, but it's a Luchador. Mm -hmm. That's one of the archives. Unfortunately, my Emperor's New Groove one. Got torn away. At got this, ripped. My mom, I guess, one. could sew it, but I don't know. Maybe that's just one to just leave in the memories, you know? Leave it as the legend it was and don't bring it up again because it might not have the same effect. Yeah. I do have the Hugh Hefner outfit as well. Hugh Hefner, that's always a good one. That's a classic. And always, yeah. And then what's funny... Mm -hmm. It helps if you have a bunny, though, to yeah. go with the outfit. So that's actually a good one because you can walk around, and if there's a bunny, you can just go up to her and be like, get a picture, or just like, I don't know. Yeah, have I a did, good yeah. Time. yeah, I did find one bunny that, what was that, two? Yeah, two Halloweens ago? Yeah. When I wore it. So that one was, that one was nice. Okay. But then, New Year's, man. What are, you, what are you wearing? New Year's? I mean, what do people usually do? They usually just wear the, the bucket hat. Not really a bucket hat, but a hat. And uh, the giant 2019 glasses. That's it? You're just wearing a hat and glasses? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't know what the attire is. I mean, I feel like for New Year's, you would have to wear business attire. Yeah, I would say New Year's people dress nicer. I think it's the one time of year for girls where they can wear sparkles in an obnoxious amount mm -hmm. and get away with it. Yeah. Other other events, like it's kind of touch or go if you can come out with the sparkles. Like no girl really wears sparkles to a wedding. I feel like you just dress to impress. That's all it is. There's no, I mean, oh, that, like we said earlier, depends on the area that we're going to. We're going to LA. Yeah, we're going to LA, but that's a city, you know? We're, the, what, what part of the scene of the city do we want to go to? Celebrity side. Celebrity side? <laughs> Shit. I want to run into like, Johnny Depp, Mark Wahlberg, mm -hmm. Miley Cyrus. I don't know if they'll be out in the streets of L.A. at the time. I mean, I'll take a B-lister. I'll take, like, jo <laughs> Jonah Hill. <laughs> Jonah Hill. Shout out Jonah Hill. I mean, I'll take him. I'll take... Who's that other guy? I don't know. Cause, so, I already have, like, a list of two clubs that I want to hit. Were these ones you hit before? Yeah, the ones I hit before, and I highly recommend them. And they're the style that I usually like to wear, which is like minimalistic, all black kind of feel. Okay. You know, tight clothing, all black. Not not punk looking, but more like uh, I know you know you know what mm -hmm. I'm talking about, mm -hmm. like hipstery, all black type of artsy, artsy. Yeah, that's yeah. a good way. Yeah, they dress more artsy, and that's a pretty cool one. Uh, one of them is like that, and the other one is more like a casual. I don't think I I don't think I've ever hit a business casual place over there. No? No, the last time I visit. Well, if we're on the beach, yeah, I guess it that makes sense. It made sense for D.C. when we went to yeah. D.C. that it was all business casual. But as long as you own it. I think for New Year's, I think I might have to wear the, the shiny shirt. Yeah? Go ahead. I think that's <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. It's a silver, just straight, shiny shirt. Yeah. It's pretty... It's pretty nice. I'm going to just rock a solid black shirt and uh, probably some beige pants and uh, some nice uh, leather boots. Hmm. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna try Leather boots? Yeah, yeah. Like uh, like some – the best I can describe it is Clark's, but not that brand. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a brand here in Atlanta called Fry's where they make like <laughs> – Fry's? Yeah, uh, yeah. They make like a – Is it French? No. They make <laughs> custom leather boots. Okay. And it's pretty expensive, so I might drop – you know, I might treat myself to some nice boots that I can take care of for a long time. Maybe by the age of 50, I'll take them to a cobbler. To a cobbler, have them remake them? Have them remake them. 
Man, these are going to be a little investment kind of boots you got Yeah, yeah, these on. are my boots. Okay. My boots. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, I, basically, moral of the story is I want to get some nice boots, and I'll probably flash them out when I go to Los Angeles. You so. should get some uh, fake Timberlands or Fimbalins. that. <laughs> some Fimbalins. Uh, you know, I ended up selling those boots, the Timberlands, from New York. Oh, you did? Yeah. Why? Why? Yeah. I didn't need them. We're in the South. Yeah, but you're about to get leather boots. Yeah, but it's different. How so? Like, uh, tender boots, Timberlands are, like, big and bulky, but the ones that I'm getting are kind of like these on my feet. Oh, okay. It's mm-hmm. kind of like a... So I just showed Luis the boots that I'm wearing right now, and it's kind of like Clark's. It's kind of like low low top, mm-hmm. and it's very uh, thin, very, very thin uh, leather, and a nice little sole to it. Hmm. So something that you can wear with business clothing. It's really nice. Yeah, yeah, those are something you'd wear with, like, some nice jeans is... It's kind of what it reminded me of. Yeah. So let me ask you this. Uh, going into the future, I know you don't have a crystal ball, and you're not Egyptian. clandestine. Not clandestine. Clairvoyant. You're not clairvoyant. Mm-hmm. But uh, where do you think your fashion is going from here? After all these changes you've made, where do you think it's going? Or what do you think is going to be your color of 2019? My color of 2019 definitely has to be maroon. Dang it, dude. That was mine. Really? Yes. <laughs> Damn it. I, my coworker's just about to give me some maroon pants for Christmas. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to rock maroon pants. I'm still always going to I'm always going to rock uh, black and beige pants. I might throw in uh, some jeans in there. Really? No gray? No, I'm not really much of a multicolor. I mean, I might rock one, but it's not. I'm talking about like weekend bases mm-hmm. on a regular type thing. But yeah. I'm going to go with, I, ca- I can say maroon, since maroon's your color, I'm, I might switch it out. I'm going to be black. Black? Black. Hmm. Just because I like how a black shirts fits on me. I'm not saying that. It's the multiple girls that I've talked to in the past that said <laughs> that, that I look good in black. So, you know, I want to keep that compliment strong. Okay. So I'll probably rock, you know, more black a little bit. And not black as, as in a sense, as very all darked out, but like, you know, like something loose, something... Mm-hmm. Something casual, something solid, but not too crazy. I'm not trying to look emo, basically. No. What I'm trying to say. No, Dang. I'm trying to look like well, nicely, uh, just a regular so you're going black for T-shirt. The, the modern chic black look. Yeah, the more minimalistic, mm-hmm. not too tight, not too big, but nice casual a black shirt. Okay. And maybe a long sleeve with that too. I might have like a little logo on the corner, you know, nothing too crazy. I'm not. I don't oh. want anything to blast into your face. No, you don't want it to say like. <laughs> Armani across the chest. No, no. If it says Armani across the chest, uh, across the chest, I'm gonna like sell that shit in a heartbeat. Okay. So black's gonna be getting the black leather boots, mm-hmm. the black shirt, yeah, the black pants. 2019 is definitely the year of confidence. Oh. Yeah. You're calling it out right now. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely the year of confidence and building. That's right. You you uh, made your. Um, I made a one page one page thing on all the six categories of your life. Yeah. So that's. For another podcast. We'll get into New Year's on another one? Yeah, yeah. So that'll be good. Okay, so New Year's. We're calling it now. It's how, how to uh, get your life straight for 2019. Yeah, that, it's a little foreshadowing. Not really foreshadowing. A little it's foreshadowing. Gonna, since we're going to do it. <clears throat> but yeah, I guess that means I got to start looking at what I want 2019. Yeah, yeah. Like. So guys, you know, it's yeah, it's cr- it's almost Christmas. Or it's a week this, before. Uh, this is going to be released on Christmas Day, so Merry Christmas, early Merry Christmas. <laughs> but yeah, 
start planning about your 2019 because that's the year that we're all trying to make our millions. That's the year that we're going to blast off into the stratosphere. I, yeah, I feel like 2019 is going to be a good year. I feel like it's going to be a good year. I feel like I learned so much in life that um, I'm ready to buckle down and, you know, be consistent and make better decisions. Mm-hmm. For sure. Make better decisions. I, I feel like I've been gradually getting into that level. So I feel like I'm ready for 2019 and what it has in store for me. Okay. And I guess to, to finish it off, since this one's going to be released on Christmas, do you have a Christmas look that you like to wear going down, opening the presents or hanging out with your family Christmas Hell yeah. day? It's basically the same Christmas look that when we went to the ugly Christmas sweater party, I'm going to have my Will Smith <laughs> uh, uh, sweater slash shirt and I'm going to rock some black pants and some brown boots and uh, I'm definitely going to rock a Christmas hat uh, I might I might have like a little uh, Christmas tie that I have lying around in my apartment at wow. home not my apartment at home but my r- old room at home so I might rock all that and if my sister has glitter I'm, de- I'm not opposed to having glitter on my face dang yeah I think Yours is a little bit more extravagant than my uh, Christmas look. I would say mine always consists of uh, fuzzy socks mm-hmm. topped off with some loose sweatpants, a soft shirt. Well, actually, I think since my sister last year got me this um, shirt that has the little hood to it, mm-hmm. it's very comfortable, and the hood is, you know, helps makes you feel secure. Probably, yeah. I'll probably wear that. Um, and typically. Depending on how cold it is, probably a light, a light jacket, but um, definitely not not going f- for the the neck turning kind of appeal. But mm-hmm. definitely trying to, to keep it casual, keep it comfortable. Yeah. Because uh, I'm gonna be getting Super Smash for that uh, Christmas, so I'm gonna be going ham on that. So probably the next episode, guys, uh, I'll drop you my my Nintendo Smash name. So if any of you guys want to hop on the sticks, I'll be here to wreck you. Oh shit. Yeah, I'm holidays. down to play some Smash, though. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm getting it, what, next Tuesday? So you can come hop on the sticks, man. I'm looking for some people to humble. <laughs> Shit. I can tell you now that I have no history in playing in Super Smash Bros. So I'm I'm excited to... Uh, I offer lessons. Okay. I'm excited to uh, up my game a little bit. Okay. So, so yeah, man, I think, uh, I think we covered all the bases of our fashion life going forward. We're definitely in a better place today than we were um before that was like a little recap a nice little uh trip down memory lane Mm -hmm, mm mm-hmm have my traumatic moments that have molded me to who i am today but yeah guys we're gonna close out this podcast with me saying merry christmas merry christmas and happy holidays from me and from me as well. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I thought we had a connection to Oh, dude, you put your head down, so I thought you were gonna hit the, the shut off. But <laughs> also uh, a happy new year and um, we'll see you on the next episode. Peace. I mean we were just sitting back, you know, <laughs> chopping it up. Reminiscing about the good old days and all that. You know, tracking my roots, where I came from and where I'm going. But like I say, man, always said it. It's not about the destination. 
It's all about the journey. Ain't nothing changed but the weather. The dangling carrot that hang from the rear view. Uh -huh. Your dreams in the past ain't nowhere near you. Backseat drivers got nothing but two cents. Shotgun riders, too biased, they all liars. I should get an A for effort, I'm too tired. But I'm never giving up, that's why I'm kinda admired. Role model, like it or not, I gotta play it. Sugarcoat the rhyme sometimes, but still say it. Said I was quitting at 40, it's just a fib. I'm still a kid that's wiping the food off of my bib. You ever wanted something so bad that you could taste it? Cried over every opportunity wasted good and bad news which one you want first either way you pick the bad still gonna hurt you the worst i never got to bask in the fruits of the label and i never got the cash from that dude from the label i'm just thinking back Retrospect, I would've did it the same uh -huh. In hindsight, I'm the only one to blame <laughs> I ain't picky, I'm just real specific I want nothing less than terrific I know y'all get it I'm aggressive, so our style is clashing Killer instinct and I play with passion I'd rather be hated for being one of the realest Than get a lot of love for these overrated appearance I can stand on skill alone, but I'm a package deal I can write the whole song and rap for real I got my head in the cloud with a pun intended I don't need to see nobody, I don't want no visits Introverted, I just flirt with the music Small circles, how I choose it Stay away from squares, they the one that look like a L7 I've been doing this since I was 11 And the shit gets real Jump off, I'm winning. I still love you though. Shout out to the women. Watch you was cool, they was acting wild. Walk in, leave drunk, it was packed for hour. Belligerent students, man, the shit got messy. Remind me of my first show I did at the Red Sea. I ain't had no DJ, just the tape deck. Opened up for Son of Star Child, I love that. Met this cat named Larry, he was with the Avengers. Showed me how to make moves and walk with the winners. Soon went to the pen, I never seen him again. But I did a couple shows with his friends. Lumberjack, brown clown, so and so, and do with the orange pants. Ten years later, now I'm rocking the orange pants. <laughs> but they Jabos, though, you know. Fresh to death, always and forever. <laughs> Don't get it twisted. Number one listed. Nitro, with the nice flow. You know, it is. Take a picture, baby, it'll last longer. <laughs> All in your mouth. <laughs> yeah. In retrospect. I'm just thinking back to the time when it was all good, the golden era.